0: On today's episode, I have with me Cheryl Johnson, CHRO here at Paylocity. Cheryl, thanks for jumping on with me again today. You know, I love joining these podcasts, so thank you for having me. Of course. So we are living in a time right now where I'm going to coin it the reinvention revolution. Every facet of HR is being examined and challenged against what employees want now in this more modern employee experience. And one of the areas which I want to talk about today is onboarding. And when I say onboarding, I mean from like pre-boarding paperwork till day like 365 of their first year. So I'm curious, how have you seen what employees want change over the last two years?
1: It's so tricky because if you think about the first year, I think we were all still just like in a blur and a haze of, um, of all the COVID safety protocols and like, are we coming back to work? Are we not coming back to work? So like, even that first year, it's almost like we lost that first year because we didn't really know, like, is this going to be over? Like, I remember going out in March thinking I might be back by May. We spent a lot of time in that first year, just trying to figure out like, how do we handle COVID? And and frankly, I I wouldn't say we put a lot of our, our mental energy, um into figuring out how to create the best onboarding experience. Uh we did focus on like how to make sure they got computers when we would normally have the computers on site and how do you move your new hire training to, you know, a virtual capacity? But the experience, like we weren't focused on experience in year one, we were focused on just actually executing it in an, in a remote capacity. So then you fast forward to like this past year, then the focus shifted to okay, seems like this might be happening longer than we thought. And now we actually have to figure out an onboarding experience um, that might be sustainable. And I think the shift for employees is like figuring out how to get connected to other people when you're not walking around the office and running into people in maybe the, if your building has a gym or at the water cooler, the proverbial water cooler, or in the lunchroom. So if I'm not doing those things, how do I make sure I'm staying connected to the, the people and meeting new people in the environment? Um, how do I have the right support structure? So you think, and we've talked about this in other, um, episodes, but you think about the fact that, you know, when you're new and you're sitting around people or you're standing around people or working around people, some of your assimilation and onboarding is naturally happening by having a person next to you that you can go, Hey, what does this mean? How do I do this? And so when you're onboarded virtually, you don't have that network. So what employees want is to have some um, safety line or safety net that is not their boss, because it's very intimidating to call your boss every time you don't know something. So I think that the employee perspective is how, how do you help me have people I can reach out to um, more frequently? And then I think the other part is How do I get more emotionally connected to the company quicker? Because I'm not feeling the energy (laughs) from people and I'm not feeling what the vibe is when you're around people. And now I'm just talking to people on a computer.
0: I think it aligns to what we're seeing a lot in like the consumer experience and some of the things we've been talking about. Geez, back to 2019 about that is like you want your onboarding into a company to be Like the same as downloading a new app right you get the prompts you get the engagement and it feels like natural and you don't feel lost how have you seen hr responding then if this is what employees want now to how they look at onboarding
1: for us in particular and and i know every
0: hr team has you know different tools at their their disposal to be able to do this
1: for us one of the ways that we're finding to do it is through videos And, and a lot of people are finding that videos are a quick, easy way to, you don't give everybody everything all at once. Instead, you're going to give them a piece of something. So a piece of a video and that video might be, Hey, welcome to, you know, welcome from the CEO video. And then the next one might be welcome from your team. Um, and, in quick kind of connection points via video. And then I think the other thing is, you know, one of the things we do through our, uh, we call it the Ignite program, which is our way of, of onboarding people through the first 365 days, like you said. And so it is giving them bite-sized connections and you're doing something every month. So every month there's something new that you're exposing them to, or you're asking them to do so that you're not trying to capture everything about the company, the culture, the job um, that they would need to do all at once.
0: What I really love about our program is we kind of took this idea of experience. And just like you said, let's not inundate them day one with all the things. You know, I can remember going through, you know, two-day onboarding programs where it's like, here's our mission, here's our value, here's our vision, here's your job, here's the trash can, here's where you get your office supplies, and you're just like, you're spent and you haven't retained any of it. Um, So I love that we look at it as a more modern approach, a more dripped approach. Um, and really centering on values and experience and less about here's your day-to-day because you're going to get your day-to-day from your boss and from your peers that are in the role with you. Yeah.
1: I think the other thing I would add to it is, you know, you think about something um, that is becoming way more common now, and that's for companies who have good diversity strategies where they have employee resource groups or culture committees, um, different groups of people who are resources for other, you know, things within the company and pre pandemic and pre focusing on a different onboarding experience, we would let people meet the employee resource groups or the culture committee, um, almost through experience. Like you showed up to an event and you saw like, oh, there's this event being hosted by this group. What is it? Um, or it was in, uh, you know, we have it in our culture book. So people could find um, this information on the culture book, Or they would find out about it by reading a post within our, our community platform. Now we're like, okay, that's not sufficient because you're not just going to run into it. Like you would have had you been in the office or have a friend who just kind of pulls you like, Hey, come to this lunch and learn with me or come to this, you know, ERG happy hour with me because you're not, you're not there. So now we're way more deliberate to say, okay, we're going to introduce you to each ERG through your. Assimilation plan. So, and it's not all on day one. So, day one, there's certain things you need to do. Day two, there's certain things you need to do. Week four, we're going to start introducing you to other parts of the company that are cool for you to know about. So, we actually now bring in the ERG leaders to different conversations with the new hires so that they can get exposed to these groups. And we don't wait and hope that they find out about this stuff on their own, which frankly is what you would many of us did before. And so I think that's like another really simple opportunity um, to help employees get better connected.
0: I like that you used the word assimilation plan. I think even just that small switch of language from, you know, here's your onboarding plan to here's your assimilation plan. And um, it's really going to drive home the purpose of your organization connected to the job that the employee is doing and how they fit into, you know, the story that you're telling at your company. So I really love that. You know, some of the other things I know that we've done is we've taught we've taught with a mobile-first um, methodology as we look at things. We we don't forget social interactions. We build that in as much as we can. Um, and then we build in, like, active learning to improve comprehension, right? Like, making sure that we're not just giving you the information, but, like, are you digesting it in a way that makes sense? As an adult learner in a remote or a hybrid environment like we've never seen before.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think... Um... <laughs> It's interesting because that checking for understanding is such an important part of onboarding and assimilating, especially in this virtual capacity um, where, where you're not going to walk around and make sure everybody understood what was covered, that you you have some nice pull through. So for example, like you said, we don't just have people, we tell them like, hey, here's how you um, can get recognized and here's how you can find an e-learning and here's how you can." get involved by taking a survey, we actually have them do those actions very early on. So they see how easy it is. And you kind of get over that first hurdle of the, I don't know how to do it hurdle. And it's like, nope, we're going to show you it's super easy. And then it starts to become more of a habit. And I would also say, you know, a unique thing to do to ingrain that habit beyond just for a new hire starting. Um, So one of the things that we do with our team, as you know, Sherry, is every, every quarterly town hall, we actually put together a video and we have all the people who are new create their own little short kind of commercial to say, Hey, this is who I am. And I just joined the team and here's a little bit about me. And then we play that video for everybody to see. And, you know, in a team of, you know, almost 250 people and you're onboarding all these people virtually, you don't know who joined, like you just see people on zoom. So this is a good way to kind of you know, pull through the, the real time experiences that you mentioned.
0: We are pretty lucky at Paylocity that we have a really unique agile approach to HR. I think we're, we're always willing to try new things and, and learn from them. But for our listeners who might be in a role that is trying to pitch this change to their leadership team, what's your advice to them on, you know, really reinventing onboarding for themselves? You know what? I
1: have the same advice I would give whether it's onboarding or pitching anything. Find a willing participant. <laughs> someone in your organization is open-minded and interested in trying things differently, and or someone in your organization has a people problem that they need help solving. Like they keep losing people or they can't attract people or they're seeing a generational shift so as the great resignation pulled out their their workforce who was on the cusp of retiring anyway and decided, you know what, this is gonna be the time I get out of the workforce. And then they refilled their workforce with this newer generation who's looking for different experiences. They have a, a new problem to solve too. So again, you're gonna have willing participants for whatever reason it is, find a department or a leader who's willing to try something new and say, how about I just help you? Let me get you, let me show you how with your next team meeting, you can welcome new hires this way. Let me show you how, you know, and and show some of the pain points through data on, you know, at what point does an employee start losing connectivity? Um, And some of that might be just through serving new hires 30 days in and asking them questions like, how many people have you met since you started? (laughs) Do you feel connected to the company? So there's lots of different things. I think if you've got a, a data-driven leadership team where they want to see facts and not just you know, proof by doing it, then do a survey and find out from your new hires um, some of the things that you're thinking uh, that you'd like to try and see how employees are feeling about
0: it. So I guess as my last question, is, you think about 2022, <laughs> being that we're still in the midst of um, the pandemic, what do you think is next for for onboarding and for employee experience as we think about getting employees connected to our organizations. Is there anything that you're seeing or, or hearing about that, you know, you're excited might be coming next?
1: Oh, what a good question. Um, I think there's a few thoughts I have and it depends on what kind of job you're in. So if you're in, we actually saw this example on our own T, our own HR team. It doesn't work for everybody, but it's actually super interesting. So one example that I think you could see more and more people do, especially as people stay in this hybrid or remote capacity, we have a part of our team, they're on our HR operations team. So a lot of people probably listening to this, you know, either have that job or have those roles on their team. They're the people who process all new hires, all, you know, terminations, all transfers, all pay changes, all name changes, like they process (laughs) Anything that comes through and then the ones that make sure that it's up to date and it's audited. It's a lot of individual work Um, and it's a lot of work where you're not on Zoom and you're not on calls. And so you're one on one. Well, this team, there's a team of three of them and they used to sit next to each other. And part of them keeping kind of energized throughout the day was just talking. So they had their, you know, they're working and they're doing stuff, but they're just talking over their monitors and catching up. and, And that made their day fun and it made their day go by, um, in a different way. I mean, any, even work that sometimes can get a little tedious can be really like fun when you're around your friends and people that you like to talk to. Well, they were missing that with the pandemic. So one of the things they did, um, and at first when I heard it, I was like, I don't, that feels a little awkward, but then it totally made sense is they actually started, they got on a zoom, like did an open zoom or an open teams link without cameras, that's the part where I was like, that's awkward, you're looking at each other. Like, No, no cameras, it was just audio. And we just left our computer, our Zoom link open and we sat there and worked just like we would have at the office. And so like if we had a phone call to take, we just muted it and so you you weren't distracting the other person, but then we're working and we're talking to each other. And the interesting thing is it made me think about my 13 year old and my 11 year old who play video games. And they play video games, they have their headset on, and they're talking to their friends while they're playing video games. And sometimes they're they're in the same game. So right there, sometimes they're playing against each other. Um, And sometimes they're just talking to each other while they're playing. And it occurred to me, there's going to be something connected to this in the future of work. Um, And perhaps this is one of those ways that if you're going to onboard people and you need to demonstrate some degree of support for a new hire, is there something in there? I don't have the answer. So I'm just collecting little examples of like this. There's there could be an answer in this somewhere. Um, And so then that connects a little bit to this coaching and like mentorship Um, role that people have used some formally and some informally, I think you're going to see a lot more of that in the future where you kind of have an assigned coach or an assigned um, mentor to help you onboard, especially in roles where there's a lot of learning that takes place. And maybe even like, let's say it's not a role that there's a lot of learning. Maybe you have, like you think about um, when kids go to college and they're freshmen and like you have those freshmen kind of guides, like I could see there being a culture guide, like someone who's going to help guide you into the culture, especially because it's, you know, in a virtual hybrid capacity.
0: I absolutely love that idea. I would never have even considered doing that. Um, but yeah, I, I actually sit when I'm in the office close to some of those people that you were talking about. And there is there's chatter all day long while you while you do your work. So I absolutely love that idea. And um, I'm excited for what the future has to bring. I think there is so many untapped ideas still that we can really push the idea of the future of work forward. So really appreciate taking a couple minutes to talk with me today, Cheryl. Thanks. You know, I love talking about this stuff so I could go on forever. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.